devil in the detail. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Paxson and we're here talking all things Salford Red Devils. We've got another special guest on the show today. Sebastian Ica here for has joined us to talk us all things Salford Red Devils and himself. Looking forward to the, the show, uh, Seb. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Ooh, I'm really excited. Cool. So obviously we'll talk all about your career and you know the great things you've done in, in the game so far. Um you were born in Auckland in, in nineteen ninety-one. Um what was it like growing up in Auckland? Oh yeah, it was it was good. Um, you know, I I was born in um well South Auckland, Mangry, which is a pretty tough neighborhood, but it was really enjoyable. I had a lot of kids outside to play with and and um, you know, we're you know, playing football in the backyard, you know, climbing trees, getting oranges and that. So it was really like old school, like hanging around, you know, around the boys. What, what Were you like quite sporty at a young age or, or was rugby like everything for you? Yeah, yeah, I was quite sporty. I was, um, yeah, quite sporty back back when I was really, I started really, really young. Um, my dad in the winter took me to rugby league and in the summer I do track and field. So I have a background on athletics and, um, and you know, just majority of my sports came from just the, the boys outside. Like we're just, you know, we just played a lot of games, ball games. And I, I think these days it's, it's missing like kids playing outside. So I, I, yeah, I really enjoy that kind of time. Where, where did you start your, your, your rugby career? Was it, was it called, was it Mag- Magna East, East Hawks, was it? Yeah, Mangrey's horse, our uh, hawks. A lot of, you know, a lot of the big players come from Mangrey's hawks. Oh. Um, yeah, I started when I was six years old. Okay, uh, do you know anyone off the top of your head, apart from yourself, a superstar that's come from there? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's quite a few. Um, there's, uh, well, Jason Tom Lolo. Uh, it's a lot of big forwards, mostly the big forwards come from there. So uh, off the back of my head is Jason Tom Lolo. Um, Penny Teripo was there with my, at the time we played together. He's at Parramatta. I think Saliba Havili, he plays for Canberra. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few. I, 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 don't, I don't really, it's more like, Bangry East is more like the Bradford Bulls of, um, you know, there's a lot of young kids that are always coming through. Is that, is that I suppose, that's a good thing, Neil, having that opportunity to develop? Yeah, and, and that kind of environment, it wasn't really the skill, it was more like, um, a tough environment, just, you know, just grabbing the ball and just like, you know, just a physical environment. It was really tough. So I don't, I don't know where I, the skill was in there. It was just more like tough 40, just get the ball and just run as hard as you can and tackle as hard as you can. That was, it was more like a physical club that Mangry East. I suppose that's what it's always with you. If you breed everyone tough, you get that good rugby league players, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you know, you're you're just a product of your environment, and that's the environment I was growing up in. And you know, just just hitting the ball up hard, tackling hard, everything was all about just just physical. And then we played teams out at West, which was like Mount Ruskell and that. They were the skillful team. Obviously, they were a bit more lighter and on their feet and more skillful. So, yeah, to when they played against us, we knew that we had to run around. Uh, we had to run and tackle these guys instead of, you know, they running it straight up the guts to us. I suppose, I suppose that's how you got 
uh, signed up for, for New Zealand Warriors in 2010, then, you know, tough performances you were putting in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was coming up and I was real light. I was real light. Um, there was other guys that was coming up that was real powerful, like Ben Murdoch, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, like those kind of type of players. They were, they were the most powerful ones. I was the fit one. I was the fit and fast one at right. the time. And obviously my genetics came through around 23 or 24 where I just blew up. <laughs> like my body just matured up and I had to play a more, you know, a more prop role. Did you find that difficult sort of transitioning to a, a prop from a, well, we are like an outside back or a, or like a, a centre or something? Yeah, yeah. So, so like, like I said before, I I was I was doing track and field when I was younger, so I was a more faster, fitter guy. So I was starting fullback to a wing, to a centre, and then I slowly came in inside in the middle because I was the only reason why was because I was fit, and I was making a lot of tackles. I was I was like taking a lot of hit ups, but the only reason why I went in the middle was because my coach saw that I just kept going, kept going, and then yeah, as time went on, I gained a few pounds, well muscle and. <laughs> Yeah, now I wish I was young again, like running around with heaps of energy. Yeah, well, we all put on a few pounds, don't we? Don't we, Seb? It's, it's one of them things. Depends, depends what you do with it. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, you signed up for the New Zealand Warriors in 2010. You played in the Toyota Cup um, in 2010-2011 in the Grand Final. What, what was that like? It was really good. Um, that team was the best defensive team, and, that was, and, you know, we were close as a bunch of guys, you know, so... 2010 was, you know, I think that was probably the first major cup for the New Zealand Warriors in terms of winning something as a club. And then the next year we won again, uh, 2011, we're the best attacking team. So the best attacking team was the most talented team. So there's a difference between both of them, you know, was the best attack uh, defensive team we were top. And the best attacking team was the Morale, Siwa, Sakiaho. And I suppose playing in, you know, competitive games week in, week out sort of made you a better player, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that kind of, um, you know, that bring, upbringing was um, really competitive. Um, you know, we challenged like Dan Gagai and that. So the, the environment for that Tierra Cup at that time was really tough. Yeah, and then unfortunately you broke your leg, didn't you? That, that was a bit of a blow. Yeah, <laughs> I played rugby union. So in the weekend, um, one of the one of my friends came in and said, "Do you want to go play rugby union?" And then I just I just said, "Yeah, let's go." And then I met. I was I was making a tackle and I swung around the player and I swung I swung around to my own teammate and my my tibia or my shin hit his shoulder and it just snapped. My tibia oh. just snapped in half. Which, which, which wasn't a good thing. Yeah, it wasn't no. a good thing. I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah, I, I was playing well at that time as well. Like I was, and then, you know, the leg was gone. So had to, had, had, a, had a setback. So it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't good. What, 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 what was the rehab like? Obviously, it's a tough, tough injury to get back from that. Yeah, I, I, was, I was speaking to someone like a doctor. They were saying that you rather break a bone than, then you know, do do ligaments, do ACL, and that because the oh, bone right. could just heal. Yeah, the bone just heals, but the ACL you you get like problems all the time. So 
Oh uh, yeah, uh, I'm just grateful. Became like you know she said that. Yeah. So you, you fix your broken leg, and then 2012 you played. Was it the Auckland Warriors? Auckland, sorry, Auckland Vulcan, sorry, in the New South Wales Cup. Um, obviously yeah. fitter and stronger than before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, again, yeah. As I was saying, like I was I gained a little bit of weight, gained a bit of muscle, but uh, still played that lock forward role. Like still. Still wasn't really a prop. Still just playing back row and you know lock forward. That you know the endurance kind of role where I was more like still running around the field and doing a lot of rec- like tackling defensive wise. Still haven't found like my feet in terms of like just being you know explosive. Do you, do you ever look back and think you know I wish I had the the physique I had then now? And would it have made you a better player? Do you think? During my rugby league journey, um. When I went over, so so I spent five years, two thousand and oh, two, I think four years at the Warriors. Yeah. I went over to the Dragons, so Saint Eloire, uh, Saint George, um, Dragons. Yeah. And the coach just told me because I was playing like a lock four, like I was playing with footwork, spin. I wasn't really running the ball hard, so he just told me, "Look, you're one of the you're one of the strongest in the gym. Like you don't need to do footwork in that. Just run hard." And that's that's when I actually became like a proper prop forward when when he just said that because you know I read that down as like oh every time I go in the game like I don't need to do footwork just just run hard just run hard and it worked it worked out you know I got picked up from Huddersfield and and yeah yeah obviously you know you went to Huddersfield um Paul Anderson was the coach then uh, what was it like obviously coming over to, to England uh <laughs> yeah it was it was quite a topsy-turvy kind of journey at Huddersfield. Like, I came in, and then I think five weeks later, Paul Anderson left because we weren't doing well. Right. Rick Stain came, and then we were in the million-pound game. So I, didn't, I had no idea what the million-pound game was. Right. Um, <laughs> so, oh, we weren't in the million-pound game, but if we lost, we would have been in the million-pound game. And, um, yeah, I was just, I'm just glad. Like, at that time, I think Huddersfield was – was one of the best teams and in 2016 they they were one of the teams that was competing for um the million pound game so yeah it was yeah it was kind of a top, topsy-turvy kind of journey when yeah. i first came was that the first time you kind of experienced a kind of a you know a, the battle for to avoid relegation because you don't kind of have that in in sort of australia new zealand do you no no we don't we we signed a contract and that's our security but um, yeah, in Super League, the relegations and um, yeah, it was, it was it was quite tough for some of the players. I had no idea what was going on, but it was quite tough for some of the players at the time because you know they're they're dealing with you know their families and like what they were dealing with um, you know the worst case scenario of what happens if we do get relegated and and it was tough. It was tough to see. Uh, and I, I still had no idea about it, but like. Like it was tough for guys like you know Michael Lawrence, Jerry McGillery, and Le- Leroy Codger. They, they're they're the guys that born and bred Huddersfield, and um, you know they, they they, yeah, it was just tough for them, those guys because they, they they bring the club up, and they're still there as well. Yeah, so obviously you managed to escape the the million pound uh, million pound game, but the, the next year. Uh, 2017 was a really good year for yourself. You're in the uh, the Super League Dream Team in 2017, so you're you're pulling up trees in Super League at that point. 
<laughs> yeah, probably one, probably my best season, and that was it. <laughs> no, but it was it was good. That year was good. Um, it was different. Like for me, like it wasn't the normal traditional preseason. That's 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 all I can say. Like normal traditional preseason was um, a lot of a lot of just marathon running. You know, go in the gym and just just pump weights. But um, you no, know, to me, like. I, the trainer was a good trainer that at that time. He he um exploited like a lot of my fast twitch and try like my fast twitch um fibers and just and try um you know extend extend it like like make me play longer with it. And yeah, I found some success with it. You know, his, his gyms were a lot of jumps, a lot of you know the reverse back high pass. I had wrong back, so. Yeah, it was, it was good. Like that's, it was a good preseason, and which made me had a good season. Do, do, do obviously, do you find it sort of uh, hard, kind of getting fit and into into sort of a condition where you think you can be devastating for longer periods? Yeah, I, I find it. I find it pretty hard for like I'm. Oh, I'm not making excuses for one no preseason. Like I find it pretty hard. Like try to, you know, keep up with the normal running. Like you know, if we're doing a lot of running, hmm. like, yeah, I find it pretty hard. But like, I've um, you know, I've trained throughout the whole off season, so, um, you know, worked on my weaknesses in terms of like, like my lower back, my hemis and my glutes, and you know, just firing it, just for it to fire like properly, so I can run properly, and and it's worked well. Like, I've I'm actually, I'm actually, oh wow, I'm actually pretty fit. For the first time in off season, like I haven't been, yeah, I haven't been like back to New Zealand eating a lot of pork buns. That's all I can say. <laughs> I suppose that's the thing with with uh, is it with England is is the is the game faster sort of over there than it is here. Oh, uh, did you experience that? Because obviously the, you you said you were fitter when you were in Huddersfield. Did you notice the speed difference? Yeah, there was there was a speed difference, but. But right now, when the, the rule changes, it's it's. I think it's faster, like yeah. minimal like rest times in that. That's why that was the reason why I kept training because, I yeah, the game the game right now is faster and there's there's less less um rest time. So that's the reason why I train throughout the whole off season because the game's changed. The game from last year is totally different from this year. Like that's the that's the difference. These are it's a different game. And you're and you're you're evolving your training to be better next year again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just evolving, trying to get fitter, trying to because the games. I'm trying to keep up with the games. The games starting to always every year. The games going faster, and like they're always trying find little rules to try and make the game go faster. So the six again rule was a yeah. That's 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 a major blow for me for big guys, you know, um, especially the teams like you know Catalans. Big boys like you know, and like whole FC, where they recruited players for the old game. Now, you know, like teams like St Helens and Wigan, like the lighter, the lighter teams that's fit and mobile. They, you know, games going towards their their kind of like you know strengths. So we're probably probably better getting on the phone then to the to the Super League and getting them scrums back, eh? Yeah, yeah, those scrums back and. Cooking the ball out, you know, just walking to the scrums. 
<laughs> yeah, I miss, um, I miss the scrums. <laughs> I suppose that, that's the thing. I suppose with with rugby league, it's it's all about it's all evolving in it, and there's always there'll always a bit be a place in rugby league for the for the for the for the, for the enforcer like yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good for the game. I, I like the game right now. Uh, you know, it's not like you know, like when we watch TV, the ball's kicked out, they walk into the scrum. You know, it's taking two minutes for them, and then the play, the play goes. I, I like the game right now. As entertainment-wise, I like the game right now. But as a player, I, I'm struggling. Yeah. Do you, do you have a sense of that when you're on the field, how exciting the, a game is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the first game back, against, um, coronavirus against, yeah, we played whole C. Even yeah. though we, we won, we won comfortably, I was, I was gone, like, my, it was, I knew for sure, like, this is a different game. Like, I need a, like, in preseason, I need to make some changes. Like, I need to come back lighter or I need to come back fitter. Like, whatever, whatever comes first. Right. It's so obviously, you were at Huddersfield for a couple of years. How did the, the Salford move come about? Huddersfield didn't play well. Uh, didn't go well at 2019. So, there some changes. And um, I was, obviously, I wasn't really performing wasn't really performing well, so I was one of the changes. And um, they bring in players like Aidan Caesar and Kenny Edwards. Um, to me, it was it was a good move for for both clubs. I I, I enjoyed my time at um, Huddersfield, and then I came to Salford. Um, enjoyed the fresh environment. Um, you know, Ian Watson was well. Watto was a was one probably one of the best coaches I've been coached by, and. And to be in an environment where people, you know, they're, they're, it was more like, a, like the difference between Huddersfield and, and Salford was, you know, Huddersfield was, was a really talented team. Like, you know, a lot of internationals played there. And, but Salford was a lot of, a lot of players had character. So, so that was the, probably the difference between best teams. Yeah. And obviously you'd come into a team that had just got to the, the grand final. Was that a bit of pressure on yourself, obviously, having to try and force yourself into this team? No, no, I just, I took a back seat and um, I wanted to learn because um, obviously I, I just came into the environment, so I didn't want to, you know, like, didn't want to... Rock the ball. Uh, yeah, so I came, I came to learn, I came to learn their system, I came to learn why they, why this team wins a lot of games. And um, I try to fit myself around, you know, around their system instead of like me trying to, you know, come in and and do what I, what I'm trying to do. So uh, you know, like I try, yeah. That was that was the thing. Like mostly, like I do a lot of offloads. Um, I cut that out kind of like last year because we were more more wanting to complete instead of like the risk of like offloads if it doesn't if it if it doesn't go well. So I, I chose the role where to hold the ball and, you know, try play the ball quick and still, um, you know, when there's little, when my arm's free, I can offload. But yeah, that's kind of the style what Salford played. Yeah. I suppose an offload's only as good as the people around you. Yeah, yeah. So, so if, if you offload and it doesn't go well, well, we're defending. So I think, yeah, I think um, Salford chose the, you know, more completing instead of more completing our sets instead of like trying to risk not completing it. Yeah, 
Um, obviously, at the start of the season, uh, COVID, COVID came. What, what was it like uh, during that period for you? Enjoyed my life <laughs> a bit too much. Like, you know, I think I gained a bit too, like, some weight. And, <laughs> yeah, I just came back in a horrible, horrible state, which is kind of like, yeah. I, I, I was working out, but it's, it's better working out with the team, like training with the team, because you know where you're at with the team. But in terms of when you train by yourself, like, it's just, you know, it, it plays more like a mental game. Oh, you got to complete, you know, just completing, you know, just not really attacking the conditioning, just more like just completing it. So that was the difference. Is, is that sort of the, the mental side? Is that something you're looking sort of to develop moving forward, like? Yeah, yeah. It was more like preparation. Like this time around, like, like I took it seriously. Like, look, I, I don't, I don't want to be in, be in preseason and surviving preseason. Like, I want to go into preseason and try attacking it. Like yeah. until try attacking it, you know, try get better. But yeah, the last few preseasons, I just been surviving it. Like, I just been, I just come, I haven't been in good condition. But now you now you're looking to be in a better condition in sort of 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's like yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> Get ready for a good preseason. That's it. So obviously, looking back to, to last season, we came back from from the COVID break um, and got to the to the Challenge Cup final. Uh, what was that like? Obviously, the squad. You know, was it was it buzzing? Obviously, getting to to, to Wembley. Oh, it was good. Yeah, the whole build up to the. To the Charles Cup final was great. Like we just won. Like I think we had Catalans and um, Warrington, and both games we just won on like the last minute, and it was. <laughs> yeah, so we had a good we had a good momentum and in, um, going into the finals, um, we we built good character into um, with the Catalans. Like we won just at the last at extra time, and then um, and then Warrington. We last we won at the last five minutes. I mean, we got that last try at the five minutes, but but um, yeah, going going to Wembley was was amazing. Like there was no fans, but just going in a big stadium, like you can imagine, like fans all around, like filling up that whole stadium. So, but it was it was good. It was a good experience. Did you did you watch sort of the Challenge Cup final? You sort of when you were a kid. No, no, I don't. I have no idea about. Right. <laughs> I I have no idea about the Challenge Cup. Um, I just I just knew the Super League final because that's we don't really have um Challenge Cup back at home. We just have minor premiers, which is league leaders, and just the champion, the champion cup, which is the premiers. But I had no idea about the Challenge Cup. But I I've spoken to some of the boys. They said that they rather win the Challenge Cup than the Super League. The Super League um, trophy. And then is that is that a surprise? You sound surprised by that. Yeah, I was, I was surprised about but about it. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely want to go back. Obviously, it was great experience and um and yeah, really emotional. Like not winning it as well. Like like we would have had another game where we won at the last minute. But yeah. It was yeah, it's just one of these games like we we had a lot of opportunities and it just it didn't go our way. Did it did it sort of sink in how important it was? Obviously, for Salford hadn't been there, you know, since nineteen sort of sixty nine. You know, the fans sort of sort of urged you enough to try and get over the line, but unfortunately, just 
We were just short, weren't we, unfortunately, against Leeds? Yeah, that was, that was the main motivation, like, to win. Because if we won, like, we we haven't... I think our last... The last time they won it was 1939. But the last time... Oh, the last time they were there was, like, 80 or 50 years ago. So they only won one Challenge Cup. And um, I really want to win it, so... You know, uh, well, we can cement our names and to <laughs> to Salford. Is, uh, is, but is making history a thing for you? Is it something you aim for, like to be re- remembered as as like a, a Challenge Cup winner at, at Salford or a, a Grand Final winner? Yeah, yeah, that was the whole point to to make history. Like, obviously, Leeds won it, so like Leeds, they won a couple trophies. So it's just another team that won, like along with Wigan and. Um, and um, St. Helens, but if Salford won it, it would have been, I reckon that would have changed, like, uh, it would have been making history, like winning a trophy or winning a trophy for, I think, over 80 years is, is way better than, you know, if, if Leeds won it. Like, I'm not trying to take away what Leeds won, uh, you know, but, like, if we won it, it would have mattered more than if Leeds won it. <laughs> Does it make you, as a team, sort of a better team by sort of going through that, moving forward? Yeah, the the whole um, Salford journey was was kind of like you know topsy turvy as well because like we weren't winning games, but we were we went to the Challenge Cup finals like so we weren't doing well in the table the normal Super League table, but we were doing well in the Challenge Cup. But winning going going to that championship, our uh, Challenge Cup. Cup final, it built a lot of like character for us. We wanted to play for each other, and um, yeah, in that Challenge Cup final, Sarge Dan Sargeson couldn't play, so yeah, would would have made kind of like a difference. <laughs> was it was it obviously gutting for the players that sort of sort of missed out? Did that sort of add the extra sort of pressure on yourself that you wanted to go out and win it for them? Oh yeah, there was no excuse, but like you know. Um, Dan Sargent was Dan Sargentson was our best player uh, last season. So I think like having him would have made you know made would have made a difference. Um, but there was no excuses. Like you know we weren't gonna play with him. So so we had to just move on. And the team you know the team just moved on. We had we had now Edwards. So it wasn't a big Big miss. He's been our best. He's been Salford's best fullback for the last three years. So, yeah. So, obviously, the Challenge Cup final came and went. Um, our season obviously carried on, um, narrowly missing out on the, on the playoffs. Um, and then, obviously, at that point, Ian Watson sort of departed uh, and Richard Marshall's sort of come in. Um, plenty, plenty to look forward to in, in, in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Uh... That was unexpected that um, Water just, you know, left the club. A lot of players, you know, they're they're feeling that they're, you know, because Ian Watson. Obviously, we played for him. He was he's obviously he's a he's a good person first, and you know, then he's a, you know, one of and, and a great 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 coach second. So the boys the boys obviously loved him. Um, when the news came around, obviously. Um, I think that kind of shattered the whole team, um, but but for me, I, I I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay because that was the reason why I wanted to stay. Because um, 
you know, if I left to go Huddersfield, it's like a cook up, you know, cook, I cook up the nuts to Salford, like players leaving and, you know, the coach leaving, the trainer leaving and now some, some players leaving. So, but look, I enjoyed my time with, with the Salford people and, um, yeah, I wanted to stay solely because, like, because it was, yeah, it was, bit, you know, a bit of a drama around around the club. But obviously moving forward, you know, we've got this Richard Marshall in now. You know, the stability is there. We're ready to go again in, in 2021 uh, and perhaps get to another Challenge Cup final or get to another grand final at Old Trafford, COVID permitting. Yeah, Richie, Richie Marshall's St. Helens assistant. So, there's, to me, like, he's been he's been coaching at a high standard. So, obviously, St. Helens is the standard for Super League. And... um. Like for me to stay, like you know, there's a lot of a lot of growth in in Salford. Like for me, like as a player, there's a lot of growth. If if I went back to Huddersfield, like I know what Waddle's gonna be like. I know what G, you know, Greg Brown's training's gonna be like. I know what it's like to play with the players. So the room of to you know the room of you know growing as a player is like you know is not that much if I stayed at Salford where Marshall is. As coach, and um, you know, there's, you know, there's um a sense where, you know, a sense of exploring like the unknown, like for Richie Marshall. I don't know what he's like as a coach, but like, you know, but like you know, as a player, like you you just want to find out and see, see how how it goes next year, and I just want to be the best player I can be. And that and that's the most important thing, obviously, moving forward. You need to feel. Happy that you know you're contributing and fit and and ready to tear up some trees in that salt red devil shirt. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think the priority for me is obviously fitness. Um, you know, if I can explode in the field as long as I can with with defense, not just attack, um, I think will be will benefit the team. And um, and yeah, because that, that's 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 what I'm good at. And um, you know. That's what I can contribute to the team. Yeah, you're very, very good at it. Not just, not just good at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just some, just some, some sort of fun, fun ones to finish, Seb. Um, first one, um, is it, is it Sebastian Ikea four, or is it? Yeah, yeah. Sub- is that right? Yeah. Not close. Sub- basically, all the commentators on Sky yeah. pronounce it totally different. And I remember when you first signed for for Salford. You did a video, didn't you? Saying your name. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, and that's how I learned how how it was said. So I've just tried to double check with you that that I'm right and everyone else is wrong. Yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> good, good. Um, next one, next question. Let's talk about the, you know, the Salford squad. Who is who's your fittest uh, teammate? It's usually the hookers. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Dan. Dan Sargison is is the fittest. Yeah, he's he's the fittest. The fittest, okay. Um, yeah, he, I'm quite amazed about Dan Sargison because I think he completed five Ks under twenty minutes. I think that's right. the soccer. <laughs> it's all that it's all that running about he's doing in defence. That's it, fullback. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's the most intelligent in this in this in the squad? Uh, it was it was Mark. Oh, Mark Flanagan was our 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's after that, but I, it was Mark. Obviously, Flash. Mark Flanagan was the intelligent, most intelligent one. He's got like good coffee shops and he's real smart. But I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a couple guys that are smart, but that's off the top of my head. Mark Flanagan is probably the okay. first. Who's who's the worst dressed? Um, probably me. I'm always <laughs> walking around with my bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it is it like is it an everyday is it like planned every day that you come in e extreme clothes or, or is it just something that you just pick out the wardrobe randomly or whatever? Oh yeah, no, I just I just just pick it out like and then <laughs> um we, we come with our uniforms but like I'm probably like the worst dress like I'm always sometimes I'm always walk, walking with my bare feet like just messy clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who's the um, who's the last out of the changing room? Uh, um, oh, I think it's me and Paulie. I think we just, yeah, I think we just sit in the in the changing rooms, like after shower, and we just take our time. I, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's me and Paulie. We're like the last like, one out of the changing rooms. <laughs> Is it is that like a competition between you, or, or, or is it? Do you have your own tactics? Do you think you can outweigh him? No, no, we're just tired, right. <laughs> so we right. just sit there for a really long time and just talk to each other, and then we just take our time. <laughs> um, who's, who's the toughest player you've you've you've, you've played with and against? I played with or played against. Yeah. Uh I don't know if anyone knows. But it was um like this player because it's not really uh this guy named Nigel Plum. Okay. <laughs> he got me. Yeah, he spared me. Yeah, all my first year on first grade, I kind of ran it soft and I was I was I was like Oops. probably like ninety six kgs at the time. Right. And um, who, who, who were you playing for at that point? Oh, the New Zealand Warriors. Who was he playing for? He was playing for the Penrith Panthers. All right. Okay. So you ran it in. Yeah, I ran it kind of soft at him. And he just cut me in half, like straight up, straight up the guts, and my legs were up in the air. So he's probably the toughest I've, you know, that's the toughest I ever, like toughest hurt I ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> and and who, who's the best player that you you've played with, and who's the best player you played against? Uh, yeah, Simon Simon Mannering. I think majority of the people that played at New Zealand Warriors. We'll probably say the same answer. Like Simon Mannering was probably the best player I ever played with. Like in terms of just all over the park, and you know, as a person as well in the field, he never sprayed you. He just always talked to you, and like, and yeah, he's just obviously New Zealand captain and achieved a lot in his career. But but he was yeah, he was the best player I ever played with. And uh, obviously Christmas is is round the corner. What what's the what's the uh... Christmas look like in the uh, Ikahe household. Yeah. Oh well, I'm hardly doing anything. I just, I just clean the house. That's all. But um, yeah, I think my 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 wife, she's like buying all the presents, and you know, yeah, that's that's yeah. And I think we're having a get together with um some some families, and I don't know if we're is it oh. <laughs> 
it's been it's been a great chatting to you, Seb. Um, yeah. Fantastic. I really enjoyed this uh, this this podcast, uh, and we're looking forward to plenty more blockbusting runs in the twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. That was Sebastian Akir for talking to me. Uh, I've been Rob Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, and Spotify. See you next week.